Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 6 of Redacted Delights. We've managed to make it this far, uh, specifically two episodes without a decent microphone. So, By the grace of God, we're still doing this. We're still, do- we're still doing this, despite the fact that I have probably not a lot of listeners. I reckon about maybe the amount of listeners at one point will always equal half the amount of episodes we have. And I can always just check. I, have the, I always have the website up. True. Although I haven't checked the stats no. recently. But oh look at that, six followers, fellows. Look at that, wow. Six followers, six episodes. That's a steady rate. I know, right? That's not <laughs> bad. That's not bad. But on that, I've got I've got Joe back as you guys probably just heard. Say hello, Joe. Hello, I am Joe, host of some old shows like Jayhawk and Riptide Lab Reports. And uh, I got him on to talk about some SCPs. We're talking, we're gonna talk about some SCPs today. First things first. Let's get let's get back into the uh, the battle royale. After we tragically lost round one, let's just go right into round two. Oh yeah, because we've got uh, first things first. We do have a winner between Cain and Abel. God has spoken, and God, being Twitter, has decided that Abel Abel has won the fight was able to win. Yes, he was <laughs> Abel. Has won. So let's. Can I remember a oh, report scores? That's what I need to do. Abel has won. We are submitting. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the official end of round one. A solid week after we started it. So, so let's go over. How does how, how does this play out between God and Smiting? <laughs> like, did... uh, I don't know. I think it was literally just they just. I didn't get any responses to it. Nobody was like, "This is why I think Abel wins," but. Well. Well, let me put it in. So, God commands Cain to kill himself. Alright. And Cain's reflective, right? His any damage is dealt yeah. is reflected back to the person who dealt it. Yeah. Well, then, so t- Cain takes one of Abel's swords, you know, after Abel offered him for the sacrifice. Yeah. And he stabbed himself. But in stabbing himself, it reflects back to the person who hurt him, which was himself. So it created an infinite loop of damage that erased him from existence. Alright, yeah, I can get down with that explanation. I think that works. Mm-hmm. It's like how in Master the Gathering, if you have an infinite loop that you can't stop, you automatically lose. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know that. The more you know. The, the more you know. On that note, let's get into round two. I think I'm excited. I think we, we got some good. I think we got some good ones here. Yeah, let's. So. See if the matchups are good. Though. Moving on to round two, we finally don't have any more buy-ins, so we're moving on to round two. First, first fight, Dr. Bright versus Evolution's Child. Dr. Bright. What is he doing? <laughs> I'm going to ask this every time. Dr. Bright is just fucking nuts, first things first. He, uh, don't give him a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. He's the reason why they have, you know, they like, like you know how if you ever go to a bathroom and it's like, please, please stand close while peeing? No, you know? but yeah. No, but like there are signs that are there. Like there's a story behind that sign. You know, yeah, yeah. Doctor Bright is usually the reason behind those signs, sort of things. So, you know, what 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 could he really outside of his madness? What else? What what could he bring to the fight? Um, he's partially immortal. Partially. Partially, he's got an amulet on him that mm-hmm. when you put it on another living creature, they turn into Doctor Bright. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. And it's it's like a like a, a maintaining of his stream of consciousness. 
So it, it's like the same Dr. Bright every time. As you know, It's not just like them gaining Dr. Bright's memories. It's like the same consciousness Dr. Bright going through body to body. Man, that means anything that the evolution child summons, he could just put the amulet on it. Yeah, pretty much. And be, you know, that'll turn into Dr. Bright. It, they, it is fully possible. But, of course, if Evolution's Child manages to keep the amulet off of all of her creatures, that's kind of the end of Dr. Bright. You can't exactly come back from that. that that's... I don't know. I feel like she'd have a hard time doing that. Because, like, yeah. or, like, if you think about it, if like one of her creatures catches it, that's basically the amulet being put on the creature. And then it'll turn into Dr. Bright. That, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to give very loose rules for that just because... I just got a text. <laughs> I just thought um, that was a punchline for a joke. <laughs> well, so I'm just going to go mute my phone now real quick. Alright, so, however, I feel like in order for him, Dr. Bright, to actually be able to, you know, transfer the amulet, he has to throw it, right? You would think, because if a little child's, like, housing a bird, so he can't get close enough. Yeah. But if he misses, he's fucked. So really, it all depends on the aim of Dr. Bright. I... Hold on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Good news, I didn't unplug my computer while trying to plug my phone in. So, woo! I think that Dr. Bright has a decent shot. But I, I really, I guess that maybe he wasn't quite, maybe he wasn't quite as powerhouse as I thought he was going to be. Yeah, well, I feel like it really comes down to if he can throw that Hail Mary to hit the amulet to Evolution's Child. Which, yeah, which I think is not... And, and you know, to, okay, what he, he, he would need some nice chance, right? He would, oh, like, okay. need to, as a D&D player would say, roll a 20 in order to hit that. Alright, fair enough. So, I brought here today, gentlemen and ladies, my dice, including Ooh. a D20. So we are going to roll this baby and see what we get. Yeah, Alright, fair enough. Dr. Bright rolling. Dr. Bright, your life is on the line, man. Eight. I can't see. Oh, eight. Wow. He hits the tarantula. Damn. And dies. <laughs> well. Alright, that's good enough for me. I think I think Dr. Bright is out. I think Evolution's Child wins that wins that little series of things there. That, that fight. By the way, this all takes place in the big Ikea. Yeah. Just so everybody knows. Yeah, just, just so you can, if you can picture it. Like, yeah. you know, he threw the amulet and it went around like a mannequin. Exactly. <laughs> Precisely. Oh, that's right. I got a... Getting emails now. So, Evolution's Child has won the fight. We are submitting that. No it's one was official. surprised. She's on to round three. Yeah, nobody <laughs> was really surprised. Um, on to round... On to the second fight around two. We've got the old man versus mm-hmm. uh, with many voices. The old man's the cannibal, correct? Old man is the ghosty old dude that'll shove you in his pocket dimension. Mm. And, um, oh, what is it? And he, like, he, like, corrodes things and he can go through walls. Yeah. Right? With many voices is the, the skin red amnesiatic, uh, doggos that talk like people. They have a huge disadvantage against him. He's they an old really man. They do. He's an old man, oh which he's he's already amnesiastic, oh so God. that has no effect on him. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I mean, he is from World War One. that's a... He wants to forget. We're <laughs> helping him. 
I feel like that's that's a hard fight for um I feel like that's a hard fight for with many voices to win. I feel like the the fact that they're in a pack, I feel like he can only you know shove them in his pocket dimension so fast before they yeah. latch onto his neck and tear. Yeah. I think I think given if we give them in a pack, I think because they usually hunt in packs. Yeah. So I think with with a pack they might be able to to surprise him enough that he'll he just won't. If, if we give him corporeal form they'll snap his neck or something mm-hmm. you know bite his head off or something like that. But since we're in an infinite IKEA, I feel like if he's in a hallway he might do much better. Yeah, because they they're focused him. on him because he might be able to. We see that's the thing though is we're changing up the scenario. Yeah, but he's also an old man, so the chances of him getting to one in time. Yeah. Seems pretty low. The with many voices are pretty pretty quick as far as I remember. Um, how, how family oriented are these many voices? I don't I don't believe they're extremely. Fa- I don't think they're they're extremely pack oriented. I don't think mm-hmm. it's like, like you know, oh Timmy, <laughs> say Timmy. Well, you might hear them make that noise. You might hear them <laughs> make that noise, but they probably don't mean it. Yeah, I was like, if he's kidnaps one of them into his pocket dimension, you know, throw him right into his fanny pack. Um, <laughs> could he blackmail oh them? Because if they kill him, they're never getting that pack member back. Yeah, no. No? No, yeah, okay, he's, yeah. he's screwed. <laughs> they're yeah. tearing out his neck. Oh, yeah, they're, he's he's dead. He's gone. I right. think he takes two down with him, at best. Hmm? Oh, yeah. If they coordinate the assault, two down, at best. Yeah. Alright, so I think that's that's with many voices winning that one, folks. The future is now, Dang. old man. That's tough. So, next next fight. This one I think ought to be interesting. We got the Builder Bear mm-hmm. versus the Shy Guy. The Builder Bear is a stuffed bear, right? The Builder Bear, yeah, is a stuffed bear that can build more bears out of, like, body parts and... Like, furniture. Mm-hmm. Broken oh, down furniture. Oh, oh. Yes. So, given that... I feel like given that Shy Guy doesn't really become aggressive until his face has been looked at... That's a lot of time for the Builder Bear to build up. That's a lot of time for a Builder Bear to build a bear. And they know about each other's powers. They do. But Shy Guy can't become aggressive until he's looked at. Yeah, he's not aggressive until he's looked at. So, so I he mean, has an army to go. He oh has yeah, to fight he's an army full. first. And like, don't get me wrong, he has dealt with full-on armies before. Yeah. But given that they'll probably because like the reason we we had him win against Ferdinand the cannibal mm-hmm. last time around was because Ferdinand was probably just gonna look at his face just because yeah. Ferdinand's dumb. <laughs> Builder bears little smarter than that. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. they will avoid that dreaded eye contact, I'm pretty yeah. sure. and they're in Ikea. They can just blindfold themselves. Oh, yeah. And just you know, wail on him. Hell, boom. I forgot my coffee this morning. Some <laughs> of them don't even have eyes. Yeah, you just so how can they look at his face. Eyes. Yeah, so I feel like that's Jesus. a surprising win for Build-A-Bear against 096. But, um, would hitting Shy Guy in the face count? <laughs> I guess... Like, if they feel his face. Maybe, but I mean, like, if they just don't bother with his face, then, like... Yeah, I guess so be even it. if one looks, the rest are still there. The rest are still fine, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a, a odd win for Builder Bear. 
An odd, odd win for Builder Bear. <laughs> Sorry, Shy Guy, but Damn, looks like wow. you're staying in the shadows. Poor Shy Guy. All yeah. right, that's. Uh, I'm sure you couldn't take the stage of the stage fright of you know being up as the winner. Oh yeah, no, that was <laughs> all those people looking at his face. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that would have ended well for anybody. No. Oh my god. Um, moving on from that, we got Pink Flamingos versus Rerouting. <laughs> let, 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 let's go over these guys again. So the Pink Flamingos, for those unaware, they are just regular pink plastic lawn flamingos that are alive mm-hmm. and very aggressive. <laughs> I mean, very aggressive. They have murdered people. And they will murder again. And they again. will murder again, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and uh, rerouting is the buses and cars oh. that are bugs in disguise. And they'll eat people. Gosh. Now, both of these hunt in packs. <laughs> I know that much. So a pack of flamingos versus a pack of buses. Yes. Now, the flamingos themselves are very agile. Mm-hmm. I believe... I believe they can fly. They can. So they, we have an aerial battle here. Yes, they because the buses can fly as well. How can the how are they gonna kill the buses though? Because that's hard metal right there. It's not metal. It's well, chitin. It's still it's hard chitin. It's hard chitin, but they're hard plastic. <sighs> they I, my my best guess is if the buses can't crush them in time, they'll get their get their brains. I'm I'm, I'm thinking that. They're, they're like, you know, they're in an aerial battle. You've got like these bomber class buses, you <laughs> know, being, you know, bulky and not very agile. While you've got all these okay. flamingos swarming around them, pecking and pecking. And I feel like, like aerial parts, the flamingos, flamingos will take down the bombers. Yeah. As, as the I guess as terrible as that analogy is, <laughs> um, I guess so. I'll go with that. But, you know, like... The buses won't but be yeah, able to kill the buses them. Will, yeah, the, the buses won't be able to get down. to them in time. So, Where's the heart of the, the bus? I don't know where the heart is, but I know that, like the brain is where the engine would be. So like, don't, they don't even have to go inside the bus to kill it. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, they're definitely getting that one. All right, well. Dang. <laughs> Rerouting also losing its... Uh, it, may, it went up around, but the pink flamingos are a little more aggressive than that, it looks like. <laughs> Damn, they really are some aggressive pink flamingos. I hope we get to the final round and it's Evolution Child versus Pink Flamingos. Oh God, if only. And uh, the Evolution Child with a sense of humor summons flamingos to fight the Pink Flamingos. We we may <laughs> we may end up seeing that because <laughs> the round three thus far is Evolution's Child versus with many voices, mm. uh, with Builder Bear versus the Pink Flamingos. It. It is very possible. That is going to be some child. interesting fights. Those will be some interesting fights, but those are for the next episode, Joe. <laughs> That's how the, the, we're building up the suspense. Yeah, I, I get you. Stick around, folks. <laughs> you have to give us the views. Um, ooh, this one is interesting. Ooh. Robo Dude versus Abel. Robo Dude, he's the mech guy, right? No, he's he the, lo- the mech guy lost. Little robot. That has... The little, like, 80s robot with all the... Stuff in his chest. Of. Yes. Including and not limited to, like, laser guns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, nuclear laser guns. <laughs> right? Bombs. Uh, regular guns, even. He just needs time to deploy. Yeah, just... And it's not long. Just a little time to deploy. 
versus and you see Abel has his swords and he isn't resistant to damage, but he is willing to fight for longer than the average person. Yeah, but if you like, can just summon the swords like right? Yeah. And the robots, they have to deploy the army outside of them. You can only go so fast with that wide of an opening. You know what I'm saying? Well, he can't. No, he can't deploy an army. Well, he, well, you I mean, know. He just he, he can grab. All but, he does is grab stuff out yeah, of. Yeah, he yeah, but you no, know, that takes time to get enough stuff to really deal damage to Kane before Kane's already swinging in there with his sword. You know True. what I'm saying? Like how how far apart are they? That's really the question. What I really I. Mm-hmm. I would say just because I really, <laughs> just because I really, really want Robo Dude to win, just because I think it would be funny as hell, oh. just long enough for Robo Dude to pull something out. All right, here's an idea. They're in different IKEA, right? They start off in different sections. They have to find each other. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'll take that. So that gives that gives Robo Dude. Enough time to pull, pull out pull some something other robo-dudes and pull out some guns for them. The robo-dude can't pull out more robo-dudes. Why not? Well, what about... that's not part of his his arsenal. Well, what's he a, has anything? an arsenal of, like, like weaponry in him. All right. He, he can't pull more robo-dudes from robo-dudes. So no, like, Borderlands 3 guns of legs? Yeah, no, nothing like that. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, that's is, lame. I know. <laughs> this, is, this is more like... The Robo Dude Laser Blaster 9000, and you know, that shoots, you know, alpha radiation at mm-hmm. you, you know, or right. something like that. So, assuming they don't know where each other, they saw from different sections and they have to look for each other. Yeah. Because that's only fair. I feel like since Robo Dude's so small, Kane's gonna go past him, not looking down. Well, maybe. Well, he actually he's specifically he knows, looking for that. Yeah, he'll be looking down. Yeah. But they're in Ikea, and so RoboDude has a lot of places, a lot of cabinets, drawers, places to hide. A lot of places to hide. Like, imagine going from in the showroom one setup to setup. You know what this just reminds me of? Hmm. The, you have, you, have you watched Rick and Morty yet? No. No? <laughs> For those who who know, the Pickle Rick episode. Ow. It's, I hate to say it, but the second half of the Pickle Rick episode... Where he is, where Rick is, um, ah, god damn it, I forgot the name. He is, it's really funny, because it's like, Rick ends up in like, Pickle Rick ends up in like, this like, CIA facility thing, but like, Mm -hmm. Russians or something, and they end up calling him like, Trump's administration? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I don't even have to, like, give, like, the WMD things anymore. These are not the opinions of WMD, because oh. this is... We're in, we're we're in my, we're in my <clears throat> studio, quote-unquote, <laughs> that consists of two folding chairs and a fold-out table in my bedroom. It's beautiful. It's, it's professional all the way. Extremely professional. <laughs> extremely professional. But, like, they, they call him, like, uh, something... And it basically is like he's a little pickle demon that comes when you don't behave. Okay. You know, but anyways, he's like tiny and he beats the shit out of all these guys. And that's exactly what I'm imagining with Robo Dude versus Abel. What, or in this infinite Ikea, is there like a sci-fi 80s themed, you know, room? Room? Not necessarily. Like no. a kid's room. Like, you know how in the state showroom they have like the model rooms? Yeah. Does this, are they in the section of an infinite Ikea where it's like, you know... 80s thing where they were they would have like 
like you know the toy rocket ship and <laughs> oh, <laughs> this wi- the a wind up toy robot one that looks that would look like they they might I suppose <laughs> I would say it's not out of the question. All right. I would say it's definitely within the realm of possibility. I feel like if the um toy it's the toy robot Robo dude. Yeah. Just gets to the kids section. Yeah. I feel like his camouflage is enough to get the jump on Abel. I think I I could agree with that. And so, Abel's really aggressive, so he's gonna be reckless. I imagine. Oh, very reckless. Yeah. Yes. So he's probably gonna overlook if it's in the kids section. Yeah. All right. So is that is that a, is that another surprising win? I think Robo Dude's got this. Damn! Look at Robo Dude. <laughs> what a bother ass bitch. <laughs> Robo Dude, I'm very proud of you. Sorry, Kane. Looks like God's favorite didn't help you much. Dang. Wow. <laughs> Kane and Abel did not make it far. Well, they did get put up, put up against each other. This is true. That didn't help. Uh, next one. Interesting. Xena Cho versus the adults. So, Xena Cho can never become an adult. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, because it, it's only actions that she performs she can only do to... Well, Almost think about it. The adults activate her genes. Her genes are the ones that mutate. Her, she, hmm. is mutating. She can't mutate all the way because she's Xena Cho. Because it's her mutating. Her cells. Maybe. <laughs> no, but I feel like that that's a subconscious thing. Does it have to be conscious? Well, if they specifically tell her? Yeah, they can speak English. Yeah. That wouldn't that would mess it up, I guess. So that would that would defeat them from turning her into an adult, but would it allow them to? Would it allow her to kill them? Well, but she can't kill them. She can't, she can't do anything a hundred percent. Yeah, she can't do anything uh, over a hundred percent. But does that not mean she cannot incapacitate them by trying to kill them? No, she could incapacitate them. Well, she can't try to incapacitate them. Oh, yeah, she can't try to incapacitate them. But if she tries to kill them, she could end up incapacitating them. Yeah. But they could also... Just kill her. (laughs) The adults are a little bit smarter. Yeah. And they have the forearms. Yeah. There's there's a fight to be had between Xena Cho and the adults. I feel like the adults could just beat the crap out of Xena Cho and she won't be able to fight back. They they really could so I guess that's the thing is that like humans refuted which was the last fight Xena Cho was in they couldn't speak yeah the adults can and they know her powers mm-hmm. so they could literally just go um walk forward and she couldn't finish walking forward you know or they could say incapacitate me <laughs> but you what know? if she says in response incapacitate <laughs> Kill you. Well, I'm. I swear I'm not bored. Because this <laughs> is interesting. Done with this podcast. Let's I'm go home. Po- no, I'm done with the podcast. I'm going. Who cares who wins? This is all going to be redacted once this is released. Exactly. <laughs> You're just going to hear <laughs> for the next like sixty yeah. minutes. What do you think happened to our last podcast? Half of it got redacted. Exactly. Half of it got redacted. (laughs) And it was delight. Yes, it was delightful. It was not delightful. 
It was Redacted and Delight. It was Redacted Delights. You're listening to Redacted Delights, not on one thing right Ladies now. and gentlemen, that's the name. We name dropped. That's it. That's the show. That's the podcast. <laughs> we went full circle. We went full circle. But it's. I, I think that I think that the adults could beat Zena Cho just due to the fact that they're. They could literally beat her. They could one <laughs> for one literally beat her. For two, they could abuse her powers. Yeah. So she's kind of screwed. Yeah. Well, on the bright side, she couldn't have won anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, do me a favor. Hand me that propeller back behind you. Gracias. Propeller. Moving on from there, we got Fred versus the Tin Monster. <laughs> I thought Fred was an environmental hazard. No, I'm. I have Fred as Fred. So, so Fred is self-writing himself hold into on, the internet IKEA. Who's? You're I don't want people to call me. This is professional. Professional podcast yeah, right here. Yeah, I know, right? Very professional. So, um, it was um Fred against who again? Fred against the Tickle Monster. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. <laughs> I forgot yeah. the Tickle Monster. The Tickle Monster, yeah, the Tickle Monster is in there, and I think that that will be, uh, I think that's going to be an interesting fight, to say the least. An interesting something. I'm not sure we could call it a fight. I just... I feel like Fred could... I don't know. What do I feel well, like Fred could do? All right, this is, so this is an interesting fight. Fred's writing himself into the infinite Ikea. Yeah. Which means he's going to be an Ikea employee. Let's be real here. That's like, he could, yeah. He's either going to be an Ikea employee or like a middle-aged white woman. <laughs> no, it's it, with the, like two children, <laughs> but, but probably the the IKEA worker because that's you know that's so, more assuming iconic. he's an IKEA worker. Let's just let's just have <laughs> Fred just like fucking pump the tickle monster across the room. But that won't defeat the tickle monster. No, but it would hurt. I feel like it would hurt. Wait, him. the tickle monster is like a goop, right? Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna try to clean up, clean up the tickle monster. He's gonna grab his broom, he's gonna oh, grab no. <laughs> his spray. He's gonna he's just gonna broom away the tickle monster, and he won't be touching it, so he won't be affected by euphoria. This is true. He's gonna like you know. But the, I feel like the tickle it. monster could climb up the mob. Or broom. But if he's cleaning, he doesn't want to be touched by it, so he'll purposely avoid the tickle monster. This is true. And you know, but he's on, he's on the clock. If he, even if he's touched, he's like, I can't accept this. I'm working. I can't take a break. <laughs> you <laughs> this really, isn't at twelve o'clock yet. It's not you are much really break. overestimating the work ethic of Fred. <laughs> but he's he's self-inserting himself. He wants to make himself look the best he can, the best That's form true. of himself. That's true. And you know, as we know, American work ethic: work, 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 work. I know it's a Swedish company, but yeah, it's Swedish it's, America. I need to search up what the Swedish work ethic is like. Okay. <laughs> you know because really? this is IKEA, so I assume it's one of the Swedish IKEAs, not necessarily an American IKEA. Yeah. <laughs> Swedish work ethic. That's goddamn. <laughs> to, well, is what nationality is Fred? Shoot, that's a great question. I, I think Fred is Fred. 
Coffee and, breaks are serious business in Sweden. Oh. Says this Business Insider article. Okay. If he goes, if he's touched, and he's like, no, I'm going to go on a coffee break. Then that could be a moment of weakness for him. Oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a crack in the armor. <laughs> oh, but Dude. that's only if he lets himself be touched first. That's true. How fast is the slime? I can't imagine oh, too fast. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't imagine extremely fast. Because I feel like I, I want to bet that he could fully mop up the Tickle Monster before it mm -hmm. got to him. But he's in the infinite IKEA, and he's an employee. So if he needs some reinforcement, he can call other employees to deal with this troublesome mess. He might be able to, yeah. Well, he would, because he's self-written. Yes. So he is an IKEA employee. He's one of them. Yeah, that's... <laughs> damn. <laughs> so I feel like they could get the janitorial squad in on it. Oh, and, yeah, they could get a full, yeah. And, the, it, like, the goo's probably going to go after one person. Yeah. So... So he could get... Fred could get a full MTF on up in there, like, yeah. boys! But if Clean Fred... If Fred... Or so if Fred's the first one that gets affected. Yeah. And he takes a coffee break that's too long. Mm-hmm. Oh. Then he could be fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's not good. <laughs> but that's only if one of his managers catches him. True. <laughs> True. But that's just only a... I feel like it's right too much on chance for that perfect storm to happen for him to be fired. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's... I feel like it's more likely he's going to call reinforcements to clean up the mess. I think so, too. And so, they're going to, like, throw him down the laundry. I think, the I think that is an, an odd... Another <laughs> odd win today. That is an odd... <laughs> although it is an odd fight, Fred versus yeah, the Tickle Monster. It, I won't deny that. It, it was less so of a fight and more so... <laughs> this is a battle just, of wit and not wrong. A, a normal work day occurrence. Yes. One of those... We, we have gone uh, zero days without workplace injuries. <laughs> um, okay, all right, all right. Interesting one. I think this is going to be a quick one. Mm -hmm. The Carnivorous Blanket versus Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds, iron the blanket. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. And all right, so Mr. Deeds has a huge disadvantage because he knows about. He's had a huge advantage because he knows about the blanket. Yeah, he knows about the blankets and. Oh, it's a blanket, man. Yeah. Do, 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 he can is rip the Panamera's blanket always the same form? It's always in a blanket-ish form. Can we say just for the fairness of the fight? The Carnivorous is a blanket in IKEA, but Mr. Deeds doesn't know which blanket it ah. is. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're going to figure out how is Mr. Deeds gonna safely detect, test which blanket is the thing. <laughs> we gotta pull the thing test, cut a swatch of each blanket and try and burn it. But if he gets too close, then the nervous blanket can... Yeah, because they mostly... Him. Oh, no, don't... I don't want to update Windows. Well, All this the is an extremely professional podcast, everybody. But, like, if, if we can't come up with a foolproof way from the test of blankets, I think he's screwed. I think so, because, I mean, he could... He could give him each a poke, but even then, that wouldn't really do much. Mm -hmm. Like, if you poked him with a stick. I don't think he has anybody else. He, he, can't, he doesn't have anybody else to rely on. Like, go walk near that blanket for me. Well, he could ask an Ikea employee for assistance. They don't... The ones in the infinite Ikea don't care, though. Ooh. They... What are they like? Faceless. Mm-hmm. Kind of lanky. Mm-hmm. They don't listen to you. 
and at quote unquote nighttime, yeah, they get extremely aggressive. Yeah, so I won't be of any help. Yeah, I feel like that. No, but I mean, if they do happen to walk by, it might get the the no. the blanket will be because the thing is is the carnivorous blanket only becomes aggressive mm. when it's starving. Yeah, you know. So like, days and nights are gonna pass before anything happens. And if, if an Ikea worker happens to walk by, then it's it's like, I'm, I'm so hungry, man. But Mr. Deeds has to be at where it, this occurs. That's a lot of variables. There has to be yeah. an Ikea worker passing by close enough, and Mr. Deeds has to be in the range. That's yeah. In an infinite Ikea, that's a lot of chance. It's this probably not going to happen. Yeah. So, so it, it has to be for Mr. Deeds testing. But... If it's got a bank on the blanket being found like that, the blanket might starve if they wait. Oh, yeah. If they just play the waiting game, the blanket might starve. And there's a, there's a cafeteria in Ikea. Yes, Mr. Deeds so, could hold out. And he could, heck, he could live amongst the civilizations holding out. Like, he just... This is true. He doesn't even need... But then again, if the blanket does, the blanket is starving, so that yeah. doesn't necessarily mean it would hide in yeah. an ambush. Yeah, it might, you know, go start scooching over to get some of it. Yeah. You could totally end up inside of a, inside of a civilization only to be given a blanket, and it's the carnivorous blanket, yeah. and in the nighttime he's eating. Like, they can't rely, they can't starve each other out because this, there's civilizations that exist. Yeah. There, and they could both live inside of them. Exactly. <laughs> so, That's, it, um, that's a tough one. <laughs> so he has to, like, Mr. Deeds has to play detective investigating murders of other people in these civilizations. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mr. Deeds has to, they both have to live amongst civilization, and Mr. Deeds has to play detective and put together the clues. <laughs> he just has to become Sherlock Banks. What was his name? Sherlock Holmes. No, no, no. The, the, the SCP's name. What's SCP? The butler guy. Butler Deeds. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. Brain fart. Miss, so, Sherlock Deeds <laughs> on the case. <laughs> wow, that was a massive brain fart. Okay. Sherlock Deeds on the Sherlock case. On this the becomes case. a detective show. Like, they're, fuck, we're going to get our camera crew in there. We're going to record this. We're making a reality yeah. TV show. <laughs> so, can I, can I say that this is undecided? I'm gonna say. Should we should we consult Twitter again? We should go on Twitter. Post how we're nine seasons into this detective show, Sherlock Deeds. Sherlock Deeds. You know, trying to find out where this. No, 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 no. He's the Mister Deeds detective. No. (laughs) No. 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 All right. Well, I guess not. No, we should we should call the TV show. Um, Dirty Deeds. Ooh. <laughs> no, but Mr. Deeds is really nice. But no, it's about, because it's a crime show. Oh, it's about Dirty Deeds. I get yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a double entendre. Yes, I understand <laughs> now. All right, and I so get down with that. We post a trailer poll with that background information. He, he, every time he thinks he's close, you know, it never brings itself out. And he has no, like, there's no, like, SCP detecting equipment he has access to. Yeah, not, not in an infinite Ikea. Yeah, so we're basically saying season nine comes around. It's the finale. The show's been canceled. This is their last season. How are they ending the show? And we've put up a Twitter post. Sure. The, the director leaves it up to the audience. 
Alright, so I guess it's... You'll be seeing a Twitter post soon about the carnivorous blanket versus mm-hmm. Mr. Deeds. And, and um, we'll if any of you post next time around. an explanation, we will read it live on air. Oh, yes, if you post an explanation. If you, if you give it. reasoning, we will discuss it. Yes. <laughs> so I think that's it for the... Um, that's it for the... Uh, the, the, the bracket today. Didn't you go insane? Man, I think this is going to be a quick one. <laughs> bad, I thought it was going to be a quicker one, but we managed to go just about 40 minutes talking about the bracket. <laughs> the bracket is the best part. This is uh, this is probably the, the best thing to happen to this podcast in its, in its short time here on this planet. <laughs> Thank you to the, the one thing Nate has done well. God bless you, God Nate. God bless Nate. <laughs> so, I guess coming coming off of that... We've got other things to discuss, Joe. Yeah. I think we've so. got other things to discuss. How how have you been enjoying the as a, as a newcomer to the SCP sort of fandom? How have you been enjoying everything? Oh well, you see, you know, let, this is yesterday in the period of time I'm about to talk about. All yesterday, right. I haven't looked at the forum since um, our last episode together because yeah, I, I'm here as a poser is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And then I get a text yesterday, be like from from Andrew being like, Hey yo, this next show I think we're gonna, you know, talk about some of the SCPs that you've been looking at and enjoying and I'm over here like, I haven't even opened up the website. And so yeah. this evening I go on and I go to the featured and I see something cool. This SCP is SCP two one nine seven, title nicknamed Woodshop. Woodshop. And you see, it is an object class Euclid. And okay. it's, it's a, like a, um, uh, I'm gonna say a knick-knack store in the, like, middle of nowhere in Maine. Right. Like, in a small town. Yeah. And so, it's, um, it kind of pneumatically draws people in to it. Mm-hmm. Not the residents of the town. But, yeah. like, you know, people outside of the, like, like people passing through. Passing through. Yeah. And, like, its aura, let's say, kind of makes bad thing happen. It's like, people's cars will break down, they'll run out of gas, uh. all... To get them to have to stay in the town for a little bit. Yeah. And that's when they're in the town. They're drawing the SCP. Now, this isn't some, like, bus that digests them. This isn't some trap. Inside the SCP is, you know, dash one of the SCP, which is the old man who runs this knick-knack shop. Um, the shop's name is, um, if I can pronounce this. Okay. Um, Anziano, I think that's it. Anziano's... Blah, 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 blah. I don't remember the name, but it's run by a man named Mr. Anziano. 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 <laughs> so he's this old man, and he yeah. has his knickknacks. And, you know, he's, you know, you walk in, you're, would you like to take a look? You're browsing, and he goes yeah. on about who made these. And I, presu- it's called Woodshops, so I presume these are, like, his students' creations. Yeah. Sure. And so he goes on, like, oh, these, you know, good kid that made this. He tried his best. <laughs> don't ask me where he got that accent yeah. from. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. main people, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, you each of these like knickknacks he has, whether it be like some old timey telephone or like a birdhouse, it'll have a glyph, a glyph of one of six Aramaic letters. Yeah. And so you know you you know you could purchase it, and um you know but the thing with all these things, these are all SCPs yeah. that he's selling. <laughs> oh. So, he must have some sort of, like, SCP, <laughs> inter- some, you know, extra-dimensional SCP shop, like, wood shop, 
or Milo oh, Shop. Yeah, that's, where oh, that's nuts. His students create these SCPs, and he just sells them here. Now, the the SCP Foundation owns the store. The store is not any map, but they, they it's kind of funny. They require they acquired the property rights to this you know unofficial store by buying out the buildings around it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and you know it's it's securely contained, and they you know use the men in black forgetting things yeah. <laughs> no one remembers. But you know it's it's. And it's a SCP shop. So here's what I say. Yeah. I think if we were in high school and we took SCP one shop, what what SCPs would we have made? What would we have Oh. <laughs> and, like, this is, like, middle school, let's say. Okay, so we got... Now, you see, the th- first thing I would do is, uh... You know how... Were you in wood shop at all? Yes. Yeah. In metal shop. Do you remember, um, making those little, like, basketball games? In in my wood shop, we went straight to an end table. Oh, you guys did. You did actual wood shop. Yeah. Okay. In in my my thing was a um, was more of a beginner's I guess it was just like, it was more of an arts and crafts thing, but you got mm-hmm. access to the bandsaw. Hey. You know. So what we, we we made is a um. It's like 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 you know the, the the game where you got like the ball the ball in a cup with the balls on the string. Yeah, that. Imagine whatever. that, but in the form of like basketball. Mm-hmm. So you got like a little launcher, basketball. The little ball is on a string connected to the base, and you got to yeah. get it in the hoop. Mm-hmm. Right. Makes sense. Now imagine having that, and whoever has it in their possession is just really good at basketball. <laughs> and that's how Michael Jordan is so good. Oh my! <laughs> what, right? what? All right, give me a nickname. For this good at basketball, oh. <laughs> basketball mini oh, game. Oh shit! Um, uh, the 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 Kobe. Like, oh shit! No, not Kobe. I don't know. You can't make me name things. You don't know how long it took me to come up with redacted. Del- that didn't really take me that long <laughs> to come up with redacted delights. Actually. Well, like a placeholder I, name. Placeholder name. You know, it doesn't actually go. Um, a lot of these SCP names aren't good. Uh, the Kobe experience. The Kobe experience. All right, you didn't have to go that bad. Ouch. Okay, well, you said placeholder name, so I gave you a placeholder name. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. What would, what would you have made in your SCP Woodshop class? All right, so, well, I guess you're going off of what you actually made in Woodshop, so yeah. I should do the same. Sure. So, mine's going to be an end table, right? All right. And, you know, it's, you know you look, look at it from the outside. It's just a normal wooden end table, right? Yeah. But every time you open it up, you open it, and right there is a postcard. Oh. But every single time you open it and close it, it's a new postcard. Oh, alright. And it, it's a pneumatic object. So when you look at the postcard, it can be someone in your family at a place. Okay. Now in the saying, world. You're saying pneumatic. You mean mimetic? That's what I mean. Not pneumatic. That's <laughs> yeah, like a machine. It's no. pneumatics. It uses air to create. <laughs> no. A mimetic, dear it's lord. Mimetic. Okay. Mimetic. Mimetic. So it a picture of a family member at a different place, right? Yeah. But you know, a place they haven't mm. actually ever been to. Oh, oh, so like, like you get a postcard from your grandma who went to Niagara Falls, and you're like, grandma's dead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay. And so, the, you know, and so the SCP Foundation has it in there. You know, they have it contained, obviously. Yeah. Because that's how we have the record. And, um, so they've done tests on it, right? Mm-hmm. And so they've had one of the D-class people come in, open it up, take out the postcard with, you know, the family member, 
you know, let's say his grandma on it. Yeah. At, um, London. Yeah. And so they experiment. Why don't we go to that location and see what happens? So <laughs> they send the D class to London, to whatever the spot the picture is taken, and the D class goes there, and he gets the he gets flooded with false memories, of. A vacation there. Hmm. And that that the D class appears to genuinely believe. That it's it's real despite not never having okay. Mm-hmm. And then so the D, they had had the D class go home, you know, Thanksgiving dinner, with his family, including the grandmother who was in the postcard. Yeah. And so he brings it up at the dinner table, about you know this vacation that they had and how it was such a great time. Yeah. And then everyone at the dinner table thinks it happened. I think you just wrote an SCP, Joe. And so let's call it the um, the um, ooh. Let's say, um, the, ooh, the, uh... Family heirloom? I, the family heirloom end table. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I think we just wrote an SCP. And so what will happen is that these people will generally believe this happened. And, you know, normally that'll be, that would be fine. Yeah. But let's say they, they discovered this SCP. Well, yeah. actually, not they discovered, but that would create problems because these things didn't actually happen, but... Everyone believes they did. So, like, if one of the things was like, oh, this is a picture of my uncle chopping down this tree, and mm. they go to that site, and, the you know, the tree's still up there. You're like, There's a straight-up false history. Yeah, that's not good. Or, like, you know, you, you get, like, my grandfather went to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> We've been living there for ten years now. That's not good. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, oh, yeah, whoever that's... sees it believes that it happened. But... Uh, okay, yeah, I like that. That's good. <laughs> All right, then. And that's the SCP. It's a safe SCP. Safe, yeah. Classic. Safe. <laughs> you, know what the, the, you know what the woodshop reminded me of, though? Hmm. It reminded me of the, um, the Interdimensional Strip Club. Oh. <laughs> that's fun. What is it, that? It's, it's, it's uh, you know, just the, the Vulgan did a reading of it, but it's just the, it's... It is a, a strip club that will occasionally appear inside of like a like a warehouse building, mm-hmm. and it just just it's like twenty bucks to get in, and um, it, there's just some weird ass shows, just like All just right. like weird like not even like not even like regular strippers man I'm yeah. talking like like oh, insect hive lord or <laughs> yeah stuff the like shit like that Slug it's lord. just it's just funny. I mean, one of those comedy SCPs. Yeah, it was just funny. I mean, like, people die during it, but I mean, like, you well, know, it's, you know... that's part of the fun. That's, yeah, that's part of the fun. That's just, that you know, just happens. don't kink shame, man. Snuff is yeah, a thing. Yeah, I mean, it's... You know, they if a man wants to have his his horizons broadened... Mm-hmm. Broadened yeah. straight to the afterlife, even. Then, yes. you know, <laughs> that's okay. We won't judge. That's that's up to them. What happens in the interdimensional strip club stays, stays in the, in the interdimensional, interdimensional strip, strip club. club. <laughs> yes. Precisely. Now, now go, going back to Woodshop guy, I'm, I'm gonna some of these SCPs that came out of it are actually are are kind of interesting. So here we go. We got dash five of you know SCP one nine seven. Yeah. It is a you know an old landline telephone that rings a, a few times per month. All right. And if you know you pick up the phone. And it'll, say, it'll be like, you know, a creepy little girl's voice saying, Seven days. 
You know, something straight out of, like, a horror movie. Yeah. But seven days roll by, you pick up the phone, and she's just like, it's been seven days. And that's it. Oh. <laughs> seven days from now, you'll have aged seven days. <laughs> it's just the anticlimactic telephone. <laughs> that, that's fucking awesome. She's <laughs> like, I, okay. <laughs> shit, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> just, and no, no, no side effects. effects. Just yeah, that. It's been seven days. <laughs> Thank you. Good to know. I imagine that's how they'd more easily keep time. Uh, true. Uh, true. That's then, lovely. We, we got another, this is another trolley one. Um, It's Dash 16. And it's, you know, it's a lamp. I don't know. Yeah. A lamp where the on and off switches are inverted. Mm. But every time the user gets familiar with what direction is actually on and off, it switches. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, I hate that. I hate that to the core of my very being. It's, it's not even, it's just such a minor inconvenience. No, but it's eternal. You'll but, always oh, have God. inconvenience. You're, oh, God. That sounds like the, oh, God. That's like, that is torture. That's just straight up torture. Just constantly for the rest of your life going, eh. Oh, it's off. But it's like, it's like two seconds, but you know, it's just like you, if two you're extra seconds using you could have used you, for something you else. really won't notice. But it's just the constant. <laughs> just... The constant having to relearn a lamp. Oh. God. Terrible, but I love it. <laughs> but it's like. Pretty much all of these are trolley. Like, dash 22, it's bookends, okay. right? Okay. But anything you take out from between the bookends, while you're holding it, it'll grow, keep on growing in size. And then when you drop it, it goes back to normal. So it's just, you okay. can't, you just can't keep holding on to whatever you pull out of it. Uh, and it just drops. That's fucking hilarious. So effectively, it's just a bookend that makes you drop whatever you're going to pick up, because it's going to keep growing. That's nuts. <laughs> My God, they they really choose some good SCPs for like because well that was like SCP of the week or of the day or something. Um, featured SCP for today. Nice. <laughs> Shout outs to two uh, two one nine seven. Plus one fifty two radian. Nice, not bad. <laughs> are there are there any other interesting ones you've come across as of yet or? That's the only one I've looked at. I'm, I'm not surprised. That's okay. <laughs> That's understandable, Joe. You've um. What is it? You, uh... I, I, I got a good amount of content from it. Yeah, obviously, yeah. <laughs> but well, it's it... no lab- Dymo label printer, but, no, you know, it'll have to do. Let me write my label printer first, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm got... trying to build... I'm being your hype man. So like Andrew's, hype man. Andrew's got a great SCP coming up. If you if you're familiar with Dymo printers, you're gonna love it. I'm I'm really trying to get the SCP out, but I'm I'm terrible at writing. <laughs> I'm absolutely terrible at it. Listen, that's why you have all these formatted stuff. You can just copy these people's manner of speaking. It'll be great. Yeah, I just gotta redact everything and it'll be. <laughs> it's it has to. It, I'll just let everybody just assume it's really really great under there. <laughs> New SCP redacted delights. Redacted Every delights. time you get to the interesting part, it cuts out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. By the way, can I just... I know this has been said time and time and time and time and time again, but folks, not everything has to be redacted. True. Sometimes... Joda isn't very familiar with this. Sometimes it just gets to be too much. There are some people who redact... There was... 
I can't remember which one it was, but I know the Vulcan Red one. They redacted the D-class names. That's right. Which is... No, Well, I mean, like, why? Yeah, exactly. Why? <laughs> it wasn't the real names. It was, like, D... Like, what should have been, like, just numbers. They redacted that. It, that's that's <sighs> too much. Yeah, that's, that's... There's There is a fine art to redacting information. Kind of like a fake edgy. Like... You yeah, because they're like trying to be really feel really trying secret-y. to be real SCP secrety. I'm just gonna redact everything. You're like, no, you can make, you can. There are some SCPs that don't redact anything, and yeah. they're still good SCPs because you know, you know redact. You put I assume you put that there just when the det- like when like putting the location of one. That's yeah, like if you, you put the location, there, yeah, that's something that a government agency would need to redact. Yeah, like redacting like the date it was found. Mm. You know, that, like, because that would, that might give people a little too much information if you're referencing a big event, or, yeah. you know, stuff like that. That I can understand, but, like, if you're just redacting to redact, it's, it's so lame. Yeah, it's... Too many black bars. Posers. Posers. <laughs> Posers. And your redactingness. I'll be good at You like black bars. Ooh. I like black bars, bars and I, I cannot lie. lie. You yeah, have can't deny. When <laughs> a researcher walks in no, with a... When an SCP walks in with a um, four-digit number. Oh <laughs> All right. Wait, we're very sorry about that. We, we can't freestyle. We're no, sorry. we can't freestyle. So I'm, I wonder how we're going to fill in the last, like, five minutes or so. How are we going to fill in... Why don't we plug? Plug our shows. Plug the sh- Plug my show? You guys are listening show, to Redacted Delights. You guys should check out Redacted Delights. I know, right? Share it with your friends. Share it with your uncles. Share it with your enemies. Actually, share, just share it with your enemies because you want them to suffer. Enemies. Share them with your... Friends with benefits? Yeah. Well, that's the benefit they get. It's the benefit is that they, <laughs> they, get the the podcast. they get the podcast. Uh, I gotta say, I'm looking for sponsors, too. I would love to get a sponsor. Like, do you feel... G Fuel, man. If G Fuel could sponsor or me, noon, noon, <laughs> noon. I need noon to sponsor the me. Hottest new Gatorade ripoff. Noon, yes, noon. NordVPN. <laughs> Give me. Um, you know, if you use NordVPN, you're safe from all those SCPs that send out emails. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> like the um samurai chess girl bones oh, thing. Oh God, that's not that one. <laughs> What that was eighteen eighteen something I'm pretty sure. I Back in eighteen eighty eight, my father had an original SCP collector's edition uh, chess set <laughs> run by a samurai. <laughs> why why are you talking like that? Yeah, that's so bad. Oh my god! Wow, you know what I'm really happy though. Hmm. The microphone hasn't cut out this time. Well, we have not been cursed with. We haven't finished the episode yet. That's why. Oh my god. <laughs> the minute we press stop, the curse will continue, and we will be utterly. So well, I mean, okay. In terms of sponsors, though, I do have a tentative sponsor. <gasps> oh. As soon as my friend gives me the five dollars, I'll shout out a SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably the lowest level I will ever sing to on this podcast. No, you guys want my mixtape? <laughs> Yo, guys, check out my mixtape and on the SoundCloud. Check out WUMD Student Radio during semesters so you can listen to amazing radio shows like Redacted Delights or whatever I'm doing. Yeah, what? 
<laughs> whatever um, it is. Whatever it is he's doing. We'll figure that out later, I guess. Yeah, you, you look, read for posted advertisements. I'll plug on Andrew's show. Yeah, we'll post We'll post a lot of things. You know, actually, I don't think... I, I haven't plugged my Twitter yet, by the way. The, the, oh. the Twitter poll I was talking about. At Redacted Delights? At, no. At Redacted Delight. At Redacted Delight. The delight. single delight. Delight. The S has been redacted. Okay, you know what? Gossip. There's drama. A drama. There's drama. On What's the up, drama alert nation? I'm your host, Andrew Redacted. <laughs> you sound, oh my god, you sound like you're going through puberty again, Joe. Redacted. Ah. But there, the SCP Twitter mm-hmm. accounts. There is a war going on between the um, the role players. All right. And the parody shit poster accounts. <laughs> they to let me hold on. Let me find it because there are some. There are some, there's some vicious, vicious shit going on right now. How did this war begin, historian Andrew? It, I don't know. I guess the, the people just got, I think it was the, I think there was the FBI parody account mm-hmm. that was like, we need to take a stand, folks. And now I'm going to, uh, the Marshall Carter and Dark at MC underscore and underscore D tweeted out uh, today, May 6th at about 10.30 a.m., Gamers unite. <laughs> we need to separate from the RPers and re- recreate the SCP parody community with just the parody accounts. We don't want the RP accounts to be destroyed. We just want separate. We just want to separate and create a more true parody community. Separate but equal. Did you, you t- no, Joe, not that. We're not doing <laughs> separate but equal. We already did that in America. Alright, so separate but unequal. Got it. Uh, you, let's just phrase that differently, please. <laughs> But, All right, the apartheid of the SCP community. Yeah, so we're I and I can I can get behind that I suppose. He, uh, they I guess it, uh, the Marshall Carter and Dark. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I I want to separate myself from the, you know but I I but I want as much potential. publicity as I can. Think so about the potential lie. by combining their forces. Combining role play. Horny fourteen year old. Combine role play. With parody, you've got the stand-up comedy show right there. I don't know, man. <laughs> that think about it. Think about it. I have thought about it. Think about all the nine-year-olds that will laugh at your jokes who also role-play. No. <laughs> no. And I, I just that you see, but there's, there's drama. I don't think I've just ever been part of a fan war before. Imagine railing an adult. <laughs> I, I suppose I have. <laughs> Wait, where are we going with this, Joe? The the beauty of the RPs. Why would I imagine railing an adult when my girlfriend is only four hours away? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's four hours of time you could be spending <laughs> having fun. You know what I'm saying? Again, goddamn. Imagine railing the thing with a thousand voices. It's either pedophilia or bestiality. Thank you. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Pick your Listen, poison. there is enough porn out there of all the SCPs. The Mallow porn? My God. Mallow? Mallow. 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 1471, I believe. God damn. What is that one? That one? Oh, it's like, it's an app. Mm-hmm. Uh, you install it on your phone, and you just randomly get pictures of this weird creature just in places you recently visited. What's the creature look like? Uh, sort of like bone face. But... 
like an animal. Animal skull. face, yeah. I've seen that on Twitter. Yeah, you have seen that on Twitter. <laughs> and I can confirm there is a shit ton of porn. Yes, there is a shit ton of mallow porn. Thank you, furries. No, no thank you, furries. I don't want it. I don't need the mallow porn, full honesty. Or think about it. What if we had porn song even better, like Mr. Deeds? No, I don't want Mr. To. Deeds doing Leave the deed. Leave Mr. Deeds out of the deeds. No, don't make <laughs> Mr. Mr. Deeds, Deeds do porn. More like Mr. D. No, don't make Mr. Deeds do porn. <laughs> Mr. Deeds deserves better than porn. <laughs> porn in the infinite Ikea. Oh, God. Please. Infinite room to do infinite porn. <laughs> and you get all the... You get all the, the basically, every showroom stage is a oh, stage for God, the... Oh, God, no. We're going to... The SCP porn parody. <laughs> Please. Somebody call up 682 underscore tit. Animators in the audience, we have a, we have a mission for you. No, 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 no. If mission. you've animated it, we will appreciate it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> God. What the hell is this? Oh. I'm looking. I'm just looking at Twitter now. Wow, that how how entertaining! I think hey, it's time Mallow. for the show to end. It might just be time for the show to end. Uh, what what's our runtime? Right oh, you see, no, there it is. There it is. There it is. See, there it is. See, here, 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 here. here. Oh, here let we me, go. Let me show. We the FBI boys. This is the the at we the FBI. All right, this is a, this is his thread. Right, I've had enough. I've kept this is somewhat private, but I've kept this is somewhat private, but I'm done. I'm declaring war on all the accounts that have toxified and ruined the SCP parody community and filled it with roleplay and porn. That's good stuff, by the way. Oh my god, that's debatable, Joe. <laughs> These people include at mallow under, at mal zero underscore v one for those who want to look at it, god. who has filled the community with 1471 and not only ruined the meme but also the SCP. At spiral gestalt, a somewhat OG who turned and attacks anyone who dares attacks his precious 1471. At SCP underscore 682 underscore tit, who has clogged SCP Twitter with porn and has had everyone sucking down to her. As well as oh. that, role players who can't tell the difference between being a parody and RP account, you don't have it both ways. Will this ruin my account? Maybe. I will not apologize. I will not bow down. I will stand by my beliefs. As the CI says... Should intermittent vengeance against his red right hand plague to us, except it being the O5, it's bad accounts. So he's just... He's, he's big. creating some drama. Get Star over here. I would say that that is, that is probably the tweet that's started most of this. I gotta say, I'm picking the RP side. You, you are, Joe? I... Someone's You're the poor one it. in this household, so <laughs> I, that's understandable. So someone's gotta defend these oppressed, stigmatized people who just want to have fun. I feel like I'm I'm, I'm more for the parody Close though. Close your laptop. You don't have to look at that. Block them. Unfollow them. Don't mingle with them if you don't want to see the content. Okay. I I can give them that. Don't go flame warring. Just stop. Get some help. Stop. <laughs> Some help. Been given this time by McDonald's <laughs> to talk about issues. But I think, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, we've just about reached our our time threshold here. We filled it with some drama. Mm-hmm. We got um, a drama alert ending. A drama alert ending, yes. I, I 
want to hear from you guys. What do you guys think? If anybody, if any of the accounts I mentioned um, hear this, uh, let me know what you think. Shout us out. Shout us out. Um, create some drama around Mike. Don't create Donate, some drama around Donate. Create drama. We need the views. Yeah, well, I would like a little more listeners, I suppose. But I also feel like I ought to... If I really want to grow, I'm going to need to pay for some advertising. And I don't really feel like paying for advertising. You know where you can advertise? Where? You can pay for advertising on WUMD, the student radio station that oh, runs yeah. ads. You could pay for an ad slot. How would I pay for an ad slot when I'm already on there? More. You can't, you can't be on there every hour of the day. This is true. But the ads can. He's not wrong, folks. So... I guess, I don't know, I guess that's it for us today. WUMD.org. Go to WUMD.org. Ciao. Yeah. It's enough shout-outs. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I just want you all to remember that you do not recognize the bodies in the water. Hey, it's Fred! <laughs>